right, everybody, welcome to episode five of Conversation with a Cancer. I am your cancer, and today I have another wonderful guest, a woman that I've met and known, I think, I think three or four years now. Um, she is someone, something like that, something like that yeah. someone I met out of nowhere, and uh, we, we end up hitting it off, and we became friends, and she's someone that I definitely admire, and I love getting to know speaking to and she's very wise and she's very driven another strong black woman and she has a love for sweets as much as i do not as much as i do but she loves a good cupcake everybody say hello to paris paris say hello 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 hey everybody <laughs> thanks for having me rob oh I appreciate no that. no problem i couldn't i couldn't wait to get you on here because i haven't seen you since tupac died so that's not true. I seen you uh, in May of this year. I mean, granted, that was five or six months ago, uh, right. but we we've seen each other. So yes, uh, yes, yeah. yes. You you are a busy woman, though. You know Am that, I? right? Yes, yes, you are, dude. You just told me that you work two jobs and you're um, gonna start um, a franchise and you do a podcast. So essentially, you're as busy as I am. I mean, when you break it down like that, you might be right. I can't even yeah. question that. I can't yeah, even touche. question that. Touche, right. So <laughs> right off the back, how are you today? Um, Actually, you know what? Um, Today, I, I feel well. I feel really good, actually. Um, I make it a point to take things one day at a time. So if we're speaking on right now in this moment at this time. I feel good. That's good. That's good. So 2020 has been a very rough and challenging year for everyone with the pandemic. So how are you dealing with the pandemic? You know, 2020 has been trying and professionally, I think it's probably uh, stretched me more uh, than any other year. Um, I'm in education uh, specifically or namely urban education. And um, sometimes it's a challenge to get my students to stay on task. So incorporating online and distance learning, um, it, it just, it's, it, been quite an uphill battle. Um, in addition to that, like having oversight over teachers and managing them and keeping them encouraged and um, reselling that dreams every day, like literally even on the weekends. Um, it has been challenging, but um, I'm confident that it's gonna end soon, right? We have this vaccine um, that I personally am going to take. Um, but uh, hopefully, you know, uh, we are close to wrapping things up. Um, but that's that's professionally. Personally, you know, I feel really, really blessed because um, there is a lot of individuals around me who are professionally displaced or um, they can't pay their bills or what have you. And I know what it's like to be laid off abruptly. So I am very, very thankful. I am very grateful that I'm still gainfully employed um, and that God continues to make a way for me. Um, so yeah, personally, I, I am really in a good headspace. My family is well, my family is healthy. Um, professionally, I'm being stretched, but you know, I would imagine that I'll be able to use these skills for something in the future. So um, it's all good. That's all good. Okay. So you said you are going to take the vaccine. Is that because your job requires it or you personally want to take the vaccine? Uh, my job does not require it. And if they do, they have not communicated it to me. Um, I personally would like to take the vaccine. Um, I believe in science. I believe in science wholeheartedly. 
Um, I think it's important to let scientists do their job, do their thing. So, um, you know, at one point in time, we had polio and measles and a host of other diseases or plagues or pandemics that have been eradicated uh, through the great work of scientists. And I think the notable difference is that we're just living through this pandemic, whereas in the past, you know, um, the vaccine came much, much, much later. So yes, um, I know that there's a lot of talk or discussion or debate around uh, the vaccine. Um, certainly not interested in debating anyone. Anyone, I respect their stance, um, but you know, when uh, I'm green lighted to take my vaccine, I most certainly will be getting it. I'm one of those individuals who get the flu shot and all that jazz. So I'm here for preventative medicine. Um, anything that could possibly possibly keep me well um, or healthy, uh, I'm, I'm here for it. So yes, sign me up. I'm I respect that. I'm not a person who's in any rush to take the vaccine. I would take yeah. it if it's necessary for me, but I won't frown on anyone who wants to take it. I just don't want them to force it on kids like your kid can't have it if they don't come to school. I don't want them to force it on kids. That's what I don't yeah. want. But yeah. outside of that, I don't see anything wrong with taking a vaccine. I'm just not a pro-vaccine person, but I'm not someone yeah. who would be like, oh, you take a vaccine, you're a horrible person. I don't think like right. that. So, right, right. But so I like to ask people who come on here how we met. Now, I remember how we met, but mm -hmm. I want to know from your perspective, what do you remember how we met? Um, it was a few years back and we were at a game night. Um, I believe it to be around this time, um, maybe either around Thanksgiving or Christmas, but we were at a game night um, with some mutual friends and we were talking about music and somehow um you realize that you know i was i had a good ear for music mm. and that you should probably follow my lead i'm being mm. facetious here. i'm being facetious here that you should probably follow my lead and listen to all the artists that i suggest because you were like oh my god you know i've never met someone who knows music as well as paris so let me get to know her joking but no seriously we were at a game night uh mutual friends um, had a few things in common and we've kept in touch ever since. And I think that that's been approximately two to three years, as you stated. I think so. I think it was, only, I think it was in January. Oh, was it? Okay. I thought it was around like, it was cold outside. It was so cold. Yeah. 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 So January is fine. I don't know. I thought it was, you're right. I don't know. I have it no idea. Been. I just know it was extremely cold. I mean, it might have been, but uh, I remember we were playing cards and I thought you had slipped the ace up your sleeve, so I had called you out on it. And I was like, oh man, but we did talk about music and I was impressed with your ability to name different artists that nobody else in the room was naming that I actually was listening to currently. And I was like, oh, snaps, okay. Mm -hmm, she, mm -hmm. she got an ear for these type of things. So yeah. it has been a couple of years. You were there with your friend, Jamie, right? Yep, yep. Oh, okay. uh, uh, good. You have a good memory. In fact, I just got off the phone with Jamie. So yeah. She's um, she doing okay. Jamie's doing well. Um, Jamie is extremely nomadic. Um, she uh, just moved back from Indonesia. So I think that, she, yeah, exactly. You know, like, yeah, but that's because she's extremely nomadic. Wow. Um, wow. But yeah, she just moved back from Indonesia. And I think she's kind of staying here until quarantine and the pandemic is resolved. And I think she has plans to kind of move to Canada for a while or what have you. 
um, she kind of just do her thing in different, you know, countries, how she'd be doing her thing. So, you know, the, it's cool uh, because I always have a place to visit. The, she has a child. No, no children. No children. Oh. She hasn't been married. So she's she's footloose and free. So oh, nice. um, certainly is the certainly is the time to take advantage of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 So one thing I know about you is that you are very driven and part of your drive is to want to do things the way you like to do them in a space that you're comfortable with. So you have a, a business and I don't know if it's thriving because we haven't talked about it in a while, but last time we talked, you were getting things done there. And then I don't know how the pandemic has affected your business, but that's something yeah. I know about you. So kind of just talk about how you decided you, you wanted to start a business. When did you know you wanted to start a business? Um, I think I, I, I probably started my first business at like, like the age of 10 or 12. Like, you know, I was making bracelets for family and charging them an astronomical price and they were paying <laughs> for it because they were my blood relatives. Um, then, you know, learned a little bit more about uh, pricing and scaling. But all my life, I think that um, I've wanted to be a business owner. I, my parents, uh, my dad has since then, has re recently transitioned, but he was very entrepreneurial. Um, he was one of the best car salesmen that, you know, the city of Cleveland had ever seen. And, you know, um, he, he did some amazing, amazing things. And my mom, um, for the last, I don't know, maybe... 25 to 30 years, she's, she's uh, owned different ventures from um, daycare, transportation companies, clothing boutiques, you know, real estate, you name it, she does it. But I, I come from a very entrepreneurial family. So, you know, you can't, you can't be raised in a household and, and that kind of thing, that kind of stuff doesn't rub off. So yes, I have a business. Um, I had a few rental properties. I'm down to my last door. Um, I'm aggressively trying to get out of the business. It just no longer serves me. It no longer fits me. Um, it's, it's not in line with my goals. So um, prayfully, hopefully 2021, someone comes and buys this uh, last property that I have. And so um, landlord would no longer be a part of my business arsenal. Uh, I'm looking to get away from that. But what I am very passionate about, uh, my full-time job is I'm an administrator or a principal perhaps, uh, but my my business of my own is that I have something that's called the Casement Studio. And it's a studio. And um, the purpose of it was that um, I wanted a place that Black people could go and make memories. I wanted something that was really nice. I didn't want them to have to worry about decorating. Um, think of it as like a very large, or I shouldn't say very, but a, a large um, living room. Like, you know, you just call up your friends and you have a place to meet. Um, it's beautiful. I, I'd like to think that I'm an interior decorator and I have style. And, um, you know, I, I opened my doors in January. So January, February, March, I think I had some momentum. Unfortunately, the pandemic um, came and, and wreaked havoc, um, and it's been a struggle. In the summertime, you know, people were coming out, but it's been a struggle, you know, to keep uh, things afloat. Um, but it's my prayer that, again, you know, we'll wrap this up and I'll see an uptick in business because I absolutely love it. I think that the uh, private room is beautiful. And I want people to be able to go somewhere and make memories with their friends and their loved ones. That's very important to me. So, 
that's how that thing came about. I like the idea of what you created there because I always thought like that was a dope idea. And when you at first told me about it, I didn't see what you were saying. Like, I was just like, oh, okay, sure. You're just gonna have people come speak and people are gonna wanna see a specific speaker. And I was like, they do that everywhere. But the more frequent that you kept asking me to, uh, you know, promote, help you promote, I was like, man, this must be doing good. Then I started seeing pictures. I'm like, oh, this is really, cause every time you had one, I had to work, so I couldn't come. So, but I was like, oh, this is dope. So when we get done with the podcast, I'm going to talk to you about some uh, coming there and doing my own business in your studio because I got ideas and why not just bring it to your studio than going to find some other studio. But we'll talk about that. I, off the air. I appreciate that. But yeah, so in the early stages, um, I was kind of hosting events there on my own, like a vision board party. And I did a a dating forum, just hosting things there on my own just to get the word out. But I certainly didn't create it to become an event planner. But if I want to throw an event, because I love getting my friends and family together too, I have a multi-purpose room or studio that I could do that. But um, some of the things that it's been used for are prime, um, photo shoots, podcasts, um, baby showers, gender reveals, like it is multi-purpose. So it is a private room or a boutique studio and you can kind of use it for whatever it is you see fit. Um, most recently this summer, someone turned it into a comedy club. They, they, rent, they paid a comedian and they invited their friends in and he performed for them. So it truly is a multi-purpose room. You can use it for whatever it is you see fit. Mm, wonderful. That's beautiful. You're doing big business. When you got, when you got, when you got 10 of them, don't forget about me. I will not. <laughs> <laughs> so, I will not. So I'm going to transition you into something different. So the purpose of this podcast is because I'm trying to learn why women tell me I'm such a cancer. And I just want to know what your experience have been with a cancer man, or if not even a man, or you know any women that have been cancer that you can think about that you was like, oh man, that kind of fits the the description. And if you don't have one, you don't have one. Yeah, I'm sorry. So I'm not really, um, I'd like to learn more about astrology and horoscopes or what have you. Um, but I, 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 I'm, I'm certainly a novice uh, when it comes to that. And I would hate to speak prematurely or without without being fully informed I don't when when are the birthdays of cancers like that's how much I truly don't <laughs> like I barely know what they say about my my horoscope and I'm, I'm a Taurus um they just always tell me that I'm bullheaded but what 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 is it that they say about cancer men so from my understanding what I'm learning because if you think you're a novice I'm beyond a novice but um it's June 22nd to July 22nd um, so for what I understand is we're sensitive, uh, we're very loving. We, uh, we care more about the, our relationships with people and, uh, something else, but I can't remember, but I'm, I'm learning too. So I try to make sure I get an understanding from everyone, but I'm still a novice pace. I'm still at that where I don't completely understand, but I have an idea of what people are trying to explain to me, if that makes any sense. Yeah, that makes complete sense. Um, I guess I can see in, in, you know, some of the characteristics that you mentioned, especially like the one about loving or caring. 
um, appreciating relationships. I, I certainly can see that in you, but having experience with a cancer man, I can't say that I have. Having experience um, with like being in friendship uh, with a cancer woman, I, I don't think any of my friends' birthday fall within that time period or that window. So um, I'm sorry, I'm not prepared to speak as it relates to uh, that particular zodiac sign. So are you saying cancer in your life? You know, I just speaking really quickly, I would probably have to say, yeah, like I have some Gemini friends, some Aries friends, a Capricorn and a Sagittarius, but I don't really have much time on task with cancer. Okay. Understandable. Understandable. That's all right. So another thing that uh, I like about you actually i i really uh love about you because you get to travel way more than me like like you said how jamie is nomadic she can just up and go she's full. you are like that too and every i remember one day i just happened to be on twitter like late at night and i see one of your tweets and it says oh, i'm just out here minding my business at uh at the vineyard i'm like i didn't uh, <laughs> i'm like what wait you in california you in seattle you in california where, where were you what vineyard were you at um, I was at, uh, I was in, um, I was in Napa Valley. Wow. Yeah. So, um, the world had slowed down. Right. But mm -hmm. I, I see no reason for my travels to slow. Like as long as I protected myself in terms of like wearing the proper PPE and washing my hands and socially distancing, um, I wasn't quite ready to just pull the plug on travel. So I think in like, june or july i came up with the fact that like every month for the rest of the year i'm traveling so nice. in august i did a hike in utah in september i went to napa valley and in, in california um in october i went uh to seattle because i hadn't been in seattle in about uh 20 years and i just had the time of my life like just overly or yeah overly indulging in food and wine and sightseeing and doing all the cool things and then I, I November I um I shot out to Pennsylvania because I wanted to go to the Warhol Museum and that's been um on my bucket list for some time but I'm always in someone else's country or someone else you know I just so I was just like let me you know let me make it a point to get to PA and then um next week I'll be leaving for Mexico so I, I told myself that, you know, um, flights were cheap, you know, there were so many deals, I kind of wanted to save my money and opposed to buying things just kind of like, you know, make more memories or, you know, have experiences. So yes, I love to travel. And I know that you were curious as to how many continents I've been to. Correct. And if you if you include ours, four, four of the seven, but if you do not include North America than just three. Um, I've traveled to Ghana, Africa. Um, I've traveled to um, Europe, which uh, the countries within that continent, uh, Croatia, the United Kingdom, uh, France. I may be missing one. Oh, um, Croatia, Bosnia. So Bosnia, Croatia, France, the UK. Um, and then I've been um, Asia. So that's the, the third continent uh, that I've been to. And specifically when I was in Asia, I had visited Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Mm. Uh, yeah. 
So my favorite place and um, my favorite, favorite place um, is France. So, you know, my name is Paris, you know, cliche, cliche. Um, but you can grow up with a name like Paris and not research everything there is on France and, and specifically Paris. So I have the time of my life in, in Paris. If you know me, I love, love, love food. Um, I really like wine and desserts, as you mentioned. And if that's what you're into, then you need to be in, in Paris. So you just need to be in France. If you want some wine, you want you want a dessert, like France started that, you know, so uh, that that's where you need to be. And then um, history and art, like, you know, uh, those are my things that I, I, I just can't get enough of it. So um, everything that I need and everything that I want, um, is in France. And I think my second favorite place that I've been is Croatia. It's just all types of beautiful, like naturally beautiful, like just naturally you wake up and it's just like, I couldn't figure out or even comprehend why God took his time with Croatia. Like that's how beautiful it is. Like, and a lot of people don't talk about Croatia. A lot of people don't necessarily go. It's not, but it's probably the most beautiful place that I've ever seen in my life. Um, and I recommend everyone go. Um, I mean, just please, if you don't do anything else, just please go. The food is so great. The wine is so grand. The, the water, the views, the history, the site. I mean, I can go on and on and on, but you don't have time. But <laughs> I've been to four of the seven of the continents. Um, my goal is to um, get over to South America sooner than later. Um, I just have this bucket list. I have um, this bucket list of like 45 places uh, that I, I, I need to get to. And um, I'm just crossing them off, you know, I'm just, I'm just crossing them off. Uh, scheduled to go a few places next year and looking forward to it. Like I just love the travel. Um, and to spend time with the natives and learn about their culture and talk to them. Um, just you know when you when you think about the whole person and perspective um it just helps you raise your viewpoint so i appreciate being able to travel wow that's a lot um <laughs> but i would like to say that i've been nowhere to no, i haven't been to any of those places um but i definitely want to go to france like yeah and I'm not a wine drinker. I don't like any wine. But someone gave me some wine. I can't remember, like, maybe two months ago. But that was okay. the first first wine in my adult life that I had that didn't make my stomach hurt or didn't give me a headache. And I don't remember who gave it to me. And I don't remember what it's called. But if I ever remember who gave it to me or what it's called, I would drink that wine. Other than that, I can't drink any wine. But, okay. but the food aspect, now, you know, I could eat enough for three people. But yeah, I'm telling you, it's just, it's just, it, it's just such an amazing experience. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's such a, Francis is truly an amazing experience. Like the art is breathtaking. Like just being in Europe, like, you know, those cobblestone streets, the desserts, the views, the history, um, you know, just being a kid and, and going back to all the things that we learned in history and actually being on the streets of Europe and like realizing or taking it all in. Um, it's just it's just some of my, it was just, it was one of my favorite places. Um, I certainly have to spend more time in Africa, you know, um, certainly I, I need to hop around 
um, more 10 or 12 more countries in Africa. But um, with a name like Paris, I'm obsessed with France. So that's that on that. I mean, I guess we will all think when certain people are named after like objects or countries or cars that they have some type of knowledge of that. So that makes a little bit of sense with that. Mm -hmm. I definitely, the country that I want to go to the most is Spain. I mean, oh yeah, I, I would love to go to Spain. Oh yeah. Cause when I was in Puerto oh, yeah. Rico, I thought that was the most beautiful place that I've seen. Yeah. But mm -hmm. I know Spain and Brazil are two places I really want to go. I'm more pro-Spain and pro-Brazil. Like, I'm not in a hurry to get to Brazil, but I'm in a hurry to get to Spain. Like, I know I'm going to yeah. Colorado next year, but I, I don't know. I haven't sat down to plan that I will see where I want to go when I get to Spain and where I will stay, mm -hmm. but that's something I want to see <laughs> because... Yeah, so I, I certainly want to go to Spain as well, right? Right. Um, I want right. to go for the Bulls run. Um, mm. so yeah, I that's when I want to go. Like I really want to go for the Bulls run. Um, but I, I mean, again, like there's so many places on my bucket list that I just I I hope to get to sooner than later. Um, you mentioned uh, Colorado, and I plan on going there in Costa Rica next year. Um. I just, I mean, I just, uh, the bucket list is full. Cool. Like, please believe me. Right. I saw some pictures of Costa Rica the other day, and I was like, this is a place I really want to see also. Like, that place looked like it has so much rich history and culture and foods and just, you know, from the optics, you know, the people look like they're having a good time. But, you know, people who yeah. live there, live there. They don't really see it how we see it, but... That's the place I want to go. I saw a picture of some beach out there, and I'm like, listen, we don't have water like this. We by Lake Erie. We don't got that here. So I'm not a big beach person, but if I'm in a country like that, I'm on that beach. I'm on, I'm in this. Yeah, I, um, yeah, most certainly. Like, I was in Puerto Rico, and I enjoyed it. I've been in Puerto Rico twice, and um, I'm always in awe that, you know, Puerto Rico is a part of our country um, because it is just, it is just everything that, people say that it is right yeah um, so Puerto Rico like if I had money to blow I most certainly would want like a summer home or something like that in Puerto Rico um I or or, or if not there somewhere you know I I just I hope that life gives me the opportunity to purchase a small cottage buy some water so I can take my tea and my wine and my books and just <laughs> completely decompress um <laughs> so but yeah traveling is totally my thing if i had more money i would um travel more so perhaps maybe next year um i'll work on scaling my business so i can travel more and give back more um as much as i travel i try to support organizations um, that uplift people that look like you and I so that they can do some of the same things that, you know, you and I are doing. So um, traveling is very, very important, uh, but pulling up people and, 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 you know, getting the younger folk um, in place so they could possibly succeed you and I is probably more important. Yeah, I think, I think I was just telling someone yesterday, that we don't all have the same ideas when it comes to uh, how we want our the next generation or what black people should be getting as a whole. And I think like when one person does something great, 
we don't give it enough support. We'd be like, oh, that don't have nothing to do with me. I'm not making no money from it. So why do I care? But I think like that's something people need to start doing because I know a lot of people think, well, if it's a black owned, it should be cheaper. And that's not true. Like people think like you black, you gotta, it gotta be $5 to get into your spot. No, it doesn't. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to pay $80 for a sweater if it's made by a white man or a black man, but you know, right? <laughs> right. But at the same time, if I really right. want that sweater, I'm going to have to pay that 80 or I'm going to try to catch it on sale, but it might not be in my yeah. size. But I think that's something I want to do. And it's only going to start for me doing different things. Like I'm hoping in next year, all I do, once I get out of this, my sanitation job, all I do is sports podcast and writing that's all i want to do but in order for me to do that i have to keep grinding doing other things that i don't want to do to get to that point because i was inspired when you opened your own and i'm like man like i just met you and you already like of course i didn't i don't know you your whole life but it just seemed like it happened so fast on the time i met you until the time that you told me like yeah i just i'm gonna look at this commercial space and i'm like we never talked about that before. And then you was like, yeah, I got my keys. I'm like, dang, like, but I had well, never, yeah, I had, I had never asked you about it. You just told me about it as you were going through it. So mm -hmm. it just, it seemed like it went quick to me. So I'm like, I just started brainstorming like, man, like she just, it just sounded like you made a plan. You put your plan to action and you execute it. And I'm sitting here yeah. thinking about how can I get to a position like that? When I, when I, when you talking about it. And, you know, um, I, I think that that's one of the things that I'm good at is being disciplined. Um, well, okay, well, you know, I'm good at, I'm totally disciplined until it comes to some food. And that's when all this <laughs> goes out the window, right? So I, I most certainly need someone to help me, you know, to still curve that. But um, yeah, if I say that I'm going to do something, I pretty much do it, right? Um, I, words matter. I try not to waste words. If I tell you I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And in the event that I don't like something mitigating has happened. Um, but yeah, I, again, I am very, very, very adamant about, um, having a space and, and it, right now it's small, right? My dream is that I can scale the business. My dream is that I'll have a venue that can hold 75 to hundred. And then one day I can have a venue that holds 150 to 250 and my girlfriends are calling me and telling me they want to use my venue to get married that is my long-term goal um that's my long-term goal uh, I don't know how right now I'm gonna get there I just know that if God continues to keep this goal or dream or vision in my heart then I will be equipped with the tools and I'll figure out a way to make it happen one way or the other so Mm, yeah, so I had told you before we started recording that I'm trying to get into the ATM business and like part of me getting into that business is doing the research. And so I'm just, I'm looking at different companies, you know, some rent, some lease, some buy, some do all in, all encompass. But the one thing that, that was the most important to me was uh, some places only let you buy when you have a location so they can ship the ATM to that location and send a technician out. And I was like, this is this is how business gets done. Because in my mind, I'm thinking like, well, what if they ship it here? How I'm going to get it to the place? And then I just, I've been brainstorming. So like I told you, I gave myself six months to figure out how to get my first ATM in one location and grow from there. And that's yeah. my, and that's my goal. And I think that that's a good goal. It just, you know, the power of one, you just, just got to get started. So 
you know, if that's certainly what you want to do, just make it happen. Um, I don't know too much about ATMs, but I do at one point in time in my life, I own vending machines and um, there's some organizations that you will have to pay a premium, but they'll place them for you. So I don't know if that's an opportunity with ATMs, but, you know, most certainly look into it, do the legwork or what have you. And I'm confident that you'll figure it out. Yeah, I was going to do vending machines first, but when, so my friend who has, she's, she just told me one day, she was like, yeah, you should try to get an ATM. And I laughed it off. But when I looked into it, it was just like, I can't believe all this knowledge was sitting right here and I never knew about it. You know, sometimes if no one around you is doing something or you don't mindfully see something like, I want to know more about this, you don't really know. So it's not hard to get into. It's just, it's hard to have the uh the income to keep the atm stock but i'm gonna figure it out i'm gonna figure you it are out you're certainly gonna figure it out one way or the other you'll figure it out i'm definitely gonna figure it out but so you said something that i wanted to uh go back and and uh talk about so mm -hmm. you said uh that you want to grow your, you want to scale your studio up so what do you mean by like I guess I'm just asking, like, do you want to marry your friends? Or you just want your friends to get married in your space? <laughs> I certainly am not an ordained oh, okay. pastor. So, oh, okay. no. so I said, I'd like for, <laughs> to have a venue okay. that people can use for weddings. Okay. Um. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's, that's dope. That's dope. I'm about yeah. to say, I didn't know you want to be a pastor now, but I have No, to. I'm not interested. <laughs> I could dig that. So before we get to the next question, I have a just a different question for you. So earlier we were talking about how our music taste. And we both have a, a very big love and affinity mm -hmm. and a passion for Sade's music. So can mm -hmm. you please tell me what are you currently listening to? Like what what is what is Paris listening to these days? Because I know we share playlists sometimes, but like what is something you want if you want to listen to music today, what are you turning on? Mm, I, you know, I, I really can't um it, it really truly just depends on um, my mood, honestly. You know, um, Sade is my favorite artist. You know, that's no secret, right? So Sade is my favorite artist. I listen to a lot of Jill, I listen to a lot of Badu, um, Mary. You know, I, I, I sing my life like something was going on with me when she dropped that album and I probably was like 12 or something like that. But it kind of just depends on, you know, um, what mood I'm in, but you know, uh, Jay-Z's always in rotation, Drake's always in rotation, Mary, Badu, Jill Scott. Um, I have two friends who make music, uh, Romero Mosley, and he's in California and he's a phenomenal producer. I listen to a lot of his stuff. I have a good friend here in Cleveland. His name is David, David Michael. He raps. I listen to his stuff. So, I mean, you name it. Janae Aku, you know I listen to her. That's my girl. She makes moody music and sometimes I'll be in a moody mood. Um, so yeah, I listen to a lot of things that kind of just really depends. Mm -hmm. I, you know, we discussed this last time we, I was in your car, like I'm a Drake fan if he's rapping, but not if he's singing. I just, I'm I understand that. Singing. I can understand that. Yeah. I don't always, I'm not always in the mood to hear him sing. Right. Um, but I love Drake. I love, 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 love. Like, I think that he's gifted, yeah. like really extremely gifted. He's one of the best ever. Can't, can't nobody deny yeah. that. Yeah. But, Lately, I've been listening to this artist called Eleven Eleven. Have you ever heard of him? Uh-uh. I'm gonna have to send you his album. Like, I don't, I don't know how I discovered him, but it was just something I discovered, and I, 
I since I've discovered him last month, I must have listened to his album at least 15 times already. Like okay. I, I really like his album. And you're the reason I made an Erica Badu playlist because you were asking me about it. You was telling me about it one day, and I'm like, I haven't really listened to her in a while. So I made an Erica Badu playlist because of you. You were the Please. sole reason I made an Erica Badu playlist. But I'm gonna have to get you hit to eleven eleven, but you know, your ear it's very particular, like you be like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this. And I know, I know, I'm guilty, I'm guilty. Yeah, but you have turned me on to some artists that I haven't listened to before or even same, heard of. Same here. So, so I welcome I, the artists that you're gonna send over. Yeah, yeah, I can't remember that one group you sent me. I think Moonchild or Moon. Moonchild, I know that you don't like them, but I-, I, I But think I like a couple of songs. Yeah, a couple of songs, um, but I remember you saying this is just too much Moonchild for me, but to me, like, Moonchild just oozes, like, Saturday morning or Sunday morning. I just absolutely love, I love it. I love it. Who else did you get me hip to? Xavier Omar. Yes. Yeah, yes. What, what was that yes. song you sent me? Uh, Blind, Blind Man, Man probably. I played that yeah. song, I ain't even gonna care. I love Blind Man. I love, um, I like Sir a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. um, I love Sir. I don't know if, you, you know, he's based out of California, Inglewood, and it seemed like he is really getting on the map now. Alex Isley is one of my favorite artists, too. Like, that woman is hands down. She makes beautiful, beautiful music. So, yeah, I, I only yeah. know about her because she to me, but um, I saw Sir in concert. He opened up for Miguel when Miguel came a couple of years ago, and I okay. was like, and I was and I was watching it, and I'm like, I don't know who this is. And his last song was his his single at the time. And I'm like, oh, I heard this before. So yep. mm -hmm. I kind I'm kind of yeah. upset with myself that I didn't pay more attention to him, attention to him. Yeah. because I w I didn't know those other songs, but yep. He came yeah, out. Yeah, he makes good music. He does. He makes really good music. He makes uh, mood music, as we say, but he's definitely in the pocket right now with what he's making. So I'm looking forward to his next project. But that's something I can't wait. And I hope in 2021 we can start going to concerts again. But I'm not, yes. sitting, I'm not sitting next yes. to nobody. Y'all got to figure out a way to make it social distance, you know, like they do in England or whatever with the yeah, little. They do. They they do a good job of that in England. And, you know, someone said on Twitter, like I'm a Twitter head. So someone said on Twitter, like, what do you miss most? Or like, what do you feel deprived of since the pandemic? And I said, international travel, live concerts and wearing lipstick. You know, uh, <laughs> I wear lipstick. That's my thing. I like lipstick, you know. Um, one of my sorority sisters said, uh, red, uh, red lipstick is war paint. So it's like, I wear lipstick, I'll be ready, you know, and I feel deprived of the fact that I can't wear it, so. I've never seen you without lipstick. Hey, because I, I don't not wear it. I know that <laughs> that's not proper English, but I always have my lipstick on. So I, it's just like, look, like, you know, they gonna have to either create some uh, mask to protect our lipstick or I need my relief as in my vaccine. But that's a whole other story. But I, do, I actually sent, I have a friend and she doesn't like wearing masks because it messes her makeup up. So mm -hmm. I has this lady created these different cut type of masks that doesn't go right over your mouth for women with who likes the, the makeup. Okay. But I thought they was kind of funky looking, but I mean, if it works, it works, you know, so. I'm open. So, I'm right, I'm a, I got you. So when we get into 2021, and hopefully things are different. We're going to have a new president. And, uh, you know, the vaccine is out. 
do you have any goals for 2021 or you just, <laughs> is, is it something you just plan on just, I'm gonna just take it how it goes, see how it goes? Um, I, I have a lot of goals. Like my goals have goals. My plans have plans. Like mm. they're very nuanced so we can certainly go down a rabbit hole here. Um, but namely, I think that I, I, I kind of spoke to them earlier on, um, my goal is to make my business profitable, mm -hmm. um, so that I can scale. And, you know, when I say that I'm saying I'm looking to expand to get a bigger venue. Um, I want, to be able to pack more people in. I want people to be able to do more with my space than, you know, cause we're limited now to space constraints. Um, so that's one, being able to scale my business. Um, I, I'd like to be in the best shape of my life. You know, I, I was working out faithfully and religiously um, prior to the pandemic and um, pandemic or excuses or what have you. Nonetheless, I've kind of, I've slowed down some a bit. Um, I did purchase a Peloton, but, you know, it, it's just something about the gym that I miss. So, you know, 2021, I want to be in the best shape of my life. You know, um, I want some muscles. So uh, I, I, I certainly want to, you know, um, be in the best shape and, and you know, just look like I work out. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but look like I work out, look like I like lift light weights or something like that. And then um, continue to travel and explore and learn. Um, but most importantly, I think the two most important things for 2021 is for my business to become profitable. But secondly, what I want to feel like or what I want to experience. Um, I'd like to, at, right now, I, I, um, I'm at peace. And there's days that I wake up with so much joy in my heart and I'm extremely grateful for this life that I get to live. Um, so for 2021 and beyond, but I, I try to take it one day at a time, but for 2021, that's what I wanna feel like. I wanna, I want to be able to wake up and experience joy. Um, I want to, uh, I want to be like this individual, like, you know, I think there's this saying on social media, like, if such and such was a person. So if abundance and joy and gratitude was a person, I'd like to be the poster child for that. Well, those are some mm. of the things that I want to experience, abundance, joy, and peace and gratitude. And I, I'd like to be able to stay rooted in that. You know, I do understand trials and tribulations, but I'd like to be rooted in that. So for 2021, that's what I want to feel like. That's the state of mind that I want to be in. And I really, truly, truly want to continue to scale my business. Those are all wonderful things. Um, for me, you know, I go to the gym five days a week. I don't like to miss no days going to the gym. So that's very, I, I was going to buy a Pelton bike, but my sister has one of those like skinny women bikes and she wasn't using it. So I'm uh -huh. like, well, let me just get that. I don't want to buy a bike and you got a bike. Like, okay. So I try to do 30 to 45 minutes like on like Tuesdays and Thursdays on the bike. Um, I find that extremely difficult because I'm not a bike rider. So I had to No matter how much weight I can lift with my legs, being a bike rider is different. Like your hamstrings gotta be loose. You know, you gotta be able to find the right height. And I'm like, I thought I could just get on here and ride it. And my first time I had to get off because I kept getting tightness in my hamstrings. So bikes are a great source of exercise, but it's a lot of work to ride a bike. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. speaking of, speaking of back on the goals, like I have, 
I was talking to my therapist about my my goals and whatnot. And one of the things my therapist taught me was just like, you can't always want instant gratification or instant wins. You know what I'm saying? You have to just do what you can do, handle what you can handle with that, and then move on to the next one. So I started managing my goals like that. So my goals are really simple. I have three goals I would like to have in 2021. Buy a house. Um do only the work that I want to do and be satisfied with that income and uh, and do more traveling. Like those are my three things because mm-hmm. I'm not going to stop working out. I already eat the same things every day. I'm, <laughs> I'm currently going through, a, I'm, I told myself in the month of December, I'm not going to eat any sweets. Every day I'm dying that I haven't had any sweets. Like I'm, I'm killing myself. I haven't had up anything sweet. So January 1st is going to be very nasty. I'm going to probably put all that weight back on. But uh, those are my goals. Like, I think those are attainable goals, goals I can work towards and also get an ATM. That's not so much of a goal. That's just like uh, an achievement I want to have, but I should okay. put it on my goals list. But I'm I'm trying to just go into 2021 like everybody else, healthy, safe, and able mm-hmm. to do the things that I want to do. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm trying to achieve with that. And so and I'm yeah. hoping. And, and, and I think that healthy is a really good one. Um, I most recently had a Friendsgiving with my friends and I was talking about like, you know, being very thankful um, for health. And when I say health, I'm not just talking about like physical health, like emotional, you know, a wellness um, and, and, and mental stability, right? Those are some things that I think that we take for granted in our community. So just being able to experience ease and, and, and peace and serenity um that's my jam that's that's where I want to say it like good health good mental health you know being clear you know um, not being any type of confusion or mess so um yeah I'm looking forward to 2021 yeah I don't I'm all about being positive I'm not letting anyone ruin my my vibe my space my peace my 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 healthiness like you said because when I wake up I'm literally doing everything I want to do that day. I'm not being forced to do anything. I'm not going somewhere I don't want to go. So I'm not letting no one get in front of my peace and my happiness. No one. Like, I will ignore my own mother if it means keeping my sanity and my oh, peace. Yeah. Like, I tell you. Um, I tell people all the time, like, why are you enduring something that you don't want to do and then you're unhappy? Like, I listen to you on the phone because I'm your friend, but shoot, that can't be me. I'm 36 now. I'm not trying to be unhappy. Like, there's no way I'm going to be unhappy every day. Right, right. And making that stink face and then going to work and not speaking to people because I'm unhappy about our job. So I'm I'm 100% with you there. My my safe space and I... And I tell people all the time, if you don't got nobody to talk to, go get therapist. I got one that works out. Go get you one. Go get you one ASAP. I, I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. So I didn't mention this earlier, but this is going to be my first holiday episode, my Christmas episode. So what okay. do you have planned family-wise for Christmas? Um, I'm spending uh, Christmas in Mexico with my immediate family. My mom, my dad's transition, my mom, my siblings. And my nieces and nephews. So I'll be spending uh, Christmas in Mexico with them. Oh, okay. All right. Well, make sure you give me a shirt. I wear large or extra large, you know, whatever you think. Right, right. So have y'all, is that something y'all do all the time? Like take family trips on holidays? 
Um, no, it's actually a new tradition. Um, my dad kind of really set the tone for holidays all of my life. Um, so just kind of trying to stand in the gap in his absence, I'm just looking for new ways to celebrate with the family. Um, and this will be our first family vacation for holidays, but I hope it's not. A, uh, but yeah, so excited, looking forward to it, ready, ready for the sun. Yeah, my, my mother's side of the family does that. So she, they go to Florida, but they're not doing anything. I never go. I'm like, man, I'm not about to go to Florida because I can't take my kids with me. So I always try to make sure I'm here. But next year, I'm not doing that. I'm going to be mindful of just go. Like if someone invites me to go somewhere and I can go and I can afford it, I'm gone. I'm out of yeah. here. Like I, I sit back and think too much about not doing something. No, I'm just going to start doing things. And maybe I need to be footloose. Maybe I maybe I need to be footloose because I'm tired of missing out. I'm tired of people. I Like I told you this before, I've never been on the West Coast of the United States. And I have no reason why I have never been on the West Coast. Like I said, no, it's not going anywhere. You have time. Plenty of time. Like I have a fear of being on a plane longer than two or three hours because my legs will start hurting. But then I realize I can sit in the uh, in the aisle, not the aisle seat, but what's the... Uh, yeah. The emergency, the emergency, no, the emergency exit. I was like, I, yeah. I never thought of that. So that kills that idea. But yeah, that's going to be my 2021. I'm just going to be out here. I'm going to be going places. I'm going to make you go places with me. I'm going to try to tag along to some of the places with you. All right. Bet. Yeah. <laughs> have a good, have a great time in Mexico. Thank you so much. Yeah. I hope you, I hope it's just everything you can imagine. I look forward to seeing the pictures of you with your 13 different bathing suits on at a, at a beach or something. How many you got? How many bathing suits you packing? I don't know you what, I don't know, but I, I certainly will be nursing um, some sort of frozen adult beverage and basking mm -hmm. in the sun. So yes. uh, I have no plans. Usually if I go on a vacation, I do a hundred excursions. Like I've, I've, I've purchased two books. I have no plans. Um, of really doing anything besides resting and just taking in the sun and just being very cognizant of, you know, how I feel and doing some breath work and relaxing and meditating. That's the only thing that I want to do. I got some books for you to read. I got, let me see what I got. I got some books for you to read. I don't know if you into these type of like poetry types of books and things like that, but I got some you can read. So if you need some extra material, Come holla at me. Um, uh, Milk and Honey, I've already, it's breaking right. up. Uh, Milk and Honey, I've read a few times. The other ones, not so much, but um, I'm open. But no, I have a reading list. Like I have about 10 books that I need to still get through before I incorporate or add any more. But I'm taking two books with me just in case, you know, just in case I get through them. But we'll see. Yeah, uh, I'm done reading books for the year. I just finished Bobby Womack's book, and I'm like, I can't read no more books. That book was enough for me. How was that book? That book was great. That's probably the greatest that? book I ever read in my life based on someone's life. Like, Seriously? I'm, I'm about to make note of that. Like, first and foremost, I didn't, know, I didn't know he was from Cleveland, Ohio. So that yes, was interesting. Yes. And then just to read about yes. his life, and then I finally got the seat. From his point of view and her point of view, what happened, really happened with Sam Cooke, that was interesting to finally read because we only know what they always said about it in public, you know, but that was so good to read. And then how he just 
sold his rights away because he just needed the money. And his manager at the time told him, no, don't sell your rights away. And he died broke and stuff like that. So yeah, that was. Yeah. So he had slept with Sam Cooke's daughter and wife, right? Yeah. So he didn't, he didn't seek out to sleep, sleep with Sam Cooke's wife. What happened was him and Sam Cooke were like this. And so while Sam Cooke was married, yeah, Sam Cooke told his wife everything about how if he didn't have a suit, he would give him a suit. If he didn't have enough money or he couldn't get somewhere, he would find a way to get him. Suit. So when he died, his wife kind of tried to do the same thing for him, but they end up spending so much time together. They started dating, but this was like months after Sam died. And so, you know, once you just around a person for a period of time, you start dating, you know, back in those days, there wasn't no, I can't do this to my, my dead friend. It's like, well, she would probably, Sam would probably want her to be happy with me because I was close to him. Like that was his mindset. Like, well, since we're dating, me and Sam were already like brothers. I think he would appreciate me being the one being with his wife. And then once they started, once they started, you know, having dissension in their marriage and whatnot, and he ended up sleeping with the daughter. That was that was hard to read because the way he explained it, the daughter came on to him. He was like, no, I don't want to do it. And then he gave in. I'm like, see, I just, you know me, I'm grown. Like, you can't maybe do something I want to do. But that's the way he explained it in the book. She came on to him because they were fighting a lot. And she was like, I'm in love with you. You should be with me. And he started sleeping with her. I'm like, this is rough. And she shot him for that. She shot him for that. The mother or the daughter? The mother shot him for that because she found him in bed with her. And it was almost similar to the Richard Pryor story. He said he caught on fire and he ran all the way down the driveway. That's what happened with Sam Cooke. She shot him in the garage and he ran all the way down the driveway to the guard gate and the police came. Like, I'm like, it was crazy. It's a really good book. Wow. And he, he knew wow. all the Wow, I'll check people. it out. Yeah. yeah, it's very good. But... Uh, I would just like to tell you, thank you for coming on to do this because, you know, I always try to talk to you or spend time with you. So I'm glad we were able to do this. Um, I would definitely put your IG up for your casement studio. And uh, I'm just I'm so happy that you allow me to uh, get to know you and just be around you when we can be around you because you are a great individual and I love the vibes that you give off. Thank you. And you owe me about 10 cupcakes. Oh, and thank you so much. And 17 hugs. So, you know, 2021, I'm got coming to collect, you know, but enjoy time. With got your, you covered. <laughs> <laughs> enjoy time with your family. Um, I don't know the next time okay. we see each other, but when we do, I'm pretty sure it'd be a good time. And I just want to tell you, thank you. Indeed. All righty. Thank you in advance. And um, I just wish you the best, the best holiday season, the best uh, year. Um, I'm just truly wishing you the, the, I hope 2020 is the best year of your life, you know, um, like truly like wishing you the best year of your life. Um, so lots of peace, lots of health, you know, abundance and all that jazz. And if there's anything that I can do for you, please don't hesitate to Zoom me, call me, text me, tweet me. I'm always here. All right. All right. I appreciate it. And like I tell everybody before we end this, eat more chicken. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye.